is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Brandon. I love Sign Sealed Delivered. Hey, it's Panda, and I like Sign Sealed Delivered. I'm Dan, and I despise Sign Sealed Delivered, and this is the Deck the, the, the Home Podcast. Everybody, hey. what a wonderful weekend it's been! We've traveled through. What did you say? Shove off. We've traveled through the world of love classified into the canyon of when calls the hearts, and now we have come to our final destination. That is signed, sealed, sealed delivered. delivered. I'm, I'm yours. <laughs> Thank you, boys. You're welcome. We worked on that for a long time. You did. I'm glad you're proud. That's all we cared about. Got we the got- clip. Hey, listen, we got to make Bram proud here. Well, how are we Sometimes do we don't do it. We didn't do the Nathan. Nathan no, we didn't, we didn't do nearly enough. So I'm thinking I'm going to do more of like a newscaster voice, like a sign, seal, delivered. I'm yours. Yeah, I think. But you, you know what? What should you do? You think? I, I think I'm going to give it a little bit more emotion. A little bit more. Yeah. So yeah. It, move th- your car. Uh, sir, if you could just hold on one second. Yes. I didn't know there was a valet at the Chuck E. Cheese. Move. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be this I harsh. I thought this was past your car. Listen, if look, you'll get your turn. Sign sealed, delivered. I'm, I'm yours. yours. <laughs> There's nothing good about what we I do. I hated. <laughs> I hated all of it. I hated every second of it. I hated it. Uh, yeah, it Didn't was one like, of my least favorite. I think I'm done. Yep. Yeah, we're good. Just hit the hit the synopsis, brain. We give these poor postables such a hard time because for eight straight minutes we do bits. Let's just do the synopsis. You think we? you just want give me to go? Treat. St- give them a treat today. All give right, everybody. Treat. Just pop on in straight to it. All right, here we go. Um, Rick, is that good with you? Oh, I guess it's all right with me. I had a tight five over here on berries, but I'll make it. Okay. No, no, no. You don't get it now. No, you say you want to go straight to the synopsis? You say the postables don't like my shtick? I don't like the shtick. And it went, uh, Truth Be Told is the name of the uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It originally aired on September 13th, 2015. And it went a little something like this. A full five on berries, huh? Tight five on berries. <laughs> There's between a full five and a tight five. Was tight five means you had to comb it. You had to carve it down to five. Okay. A full five means you barely got there. Well, I had I have fifteen plus. I combed it down to a tight five to be more palatable for the postables. Can you give there me? There was a- ten jokes I left out. Can ten. You give, can you give you me the-, the best one? Go. My pants. <laughs> they didn't see that one coming. I know you didn't. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, we're at war, and uh, a military fella needs to uh, mail a letter. He hands it to a guy, gets in, and that guy goes and gets into a helicopter. Flash forward two years, and there's this little girl who checks her mailbox and is sad that it is empty once again. We're back at the DLO, and Norman and Rita are excited to see each other, but they're real awkward again. Norman has a large box of fire-damaged letters, and Norman does some science to help find the words in the letters. It's Shane's birthday. Get it, girl. And... <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that. Sorry. And uh, she comes in late, drops her birthday card that she got from an old boyfriend named Steve. Uh, she goes to retrieve it, and this guy gives it to her and asks for Oliver. Oliver sees this guy 
and walks away. Apparently, it's his dad, his papa. Um, and um, he wants to talk to Oliver. Oliver says that he's not interested in talking to his dad. Uh, Rita opens up to Shane about the whole kiss thing, and Norma does the same to Oliver. Oliver's dad shows up at Shane's uh, party, and Oliver tells him to go kick rocks. The crew figures out that the letter belongs to the daughter of a mysterious uh, veteran. The veteran is not mysterious, but how she went missing is mysterious. Um, And uh, went missing in the line of duty. And this girl, there's been like a bunch of press for it and stuff like that. And uh, Oliver opens up uh, to Shane about how he blames his dad for his mom leaving. And then his dad went to leave. He left the USPS for FedEx like a monster. Uh, Shane kind of forces his hand and they call up uh, the dad to uh, leave, a, the, the set up a time to meet. Uh, doesn't answer, so they leave a message. Norman tells Rita that he wants to read her romance novel. Things are getting serious. Uh, Shane gets a call at the office that Oliver's dad passed away. What? Um, it was a lawyer saying that his dad left something to read to Oliver. Norman and Rita uh, deliver the letter. They figure out some things, deliver the letter to the girl. And uh, she asks if they'll help find the person who wrote the letter. And they're down to, to clown. Uh, Oliver is moping around the park, as you do, and suddenly his dad shows up. He's alive. What? And uh, he's like, hey, sorry about it. Totally not dead. Uh, here's the thing you need to know about me. I'm, I'm not your da- real, da- real dad. Um, sorry I didn't tell you that. I actually came here to tell you that because I knew that your dad was uh, dying and I wanted you to hear it from me, but obviously didn't do that, so sorry about that. Apparently, the guy that she married after the divorce is his dad. His mom had an on-again, off-again thing with this fella. So it turns out that Oliver, in his mind, isn't an O'Toole at all. Isn't an O'Toole after all? So late, man. It looked like you someone shot you in the mouth. Isn't it an O'Toole? At- I gotta be honest. I can't believe how good I'm doing. <laughs> um, so he's like bummed because he feels like the the line of O'Toole postal workers does not actually include him, and he takes a lot of pride in that. Uh, he calls Shane and asks if she'll join him to meet the lawyer. Apparently, his uh, dad was uh, rich, left him like a company and money and all this stuff, um, and uh, and an apology. Uh, he then goes to uh, his dad. And uh, it's like the only reason that you're here is because you knew that my uh, dad was worth a lot of money and you want money, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I want a relationship with you. You think you're angry. You're just scared. Uh, They end up finding the guy who um, wrote the letter to uh, the little girl. He tells her that her mom was a great soldier and that he's fairly certain that she didn't make it out alive, but that she volunteered for a, a, a mission to help other people, knowing full well that she could die. She's a hero. And the last thing she wanted me to tell you was that she loved you. Uh, Shane encourages Oliver not to be cynical. His hope isn't in being an O'Toole. It's in the tool. Jesus. I don't know. I tried to do a thing there just now. Boy, you just called Jesus work. a tool. No, no, no. He's not a tool. That. He's not a tool in the negative sense. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, dude. You maybe even cut it yeah. out. 
Nah, I mean, we'll leave it. It'll be fine. Um, so uh, he goes to church and then tries to find his uh, dad, and he's gone. And he tries to find the letters that he threw away that his dad uh, said he had written them. And uh, they're gone, so everything's gone. So the next day, he goes back to Shane's house to make, uh, make her swing level. And apparently his dad called the DLO and left a forwarding address. It's in Colorado, so he goes to see his dad. He opens up about how he's afraid. Um, he doesn't know who he is now that he isn't a, an O'Toole. And uh, he says, his dad says, I know who you are. And the movie ends at Shane's birthday party again. I don't know, another party. Uh, Rita and Norman uh, brought a gift together. So I guess things are really heating up there. And Oliver's dad gives him the letters. He went back for them, found them, gives it to him as a gift. Woohoo. And that, my friends, was signed, Sign, sealed, sealed, delivered. delivered. Truth be told. We did it. We did do it. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be... Hey, someone just said that the tool thing was good. So that means a lot. Great. We got a tough crowd in here tonight. And yeah, that Greenville, tough crowd. Tough crowd. We'll be right back here. Who said that? Andai Dormer. Hey, guys. The the person that said the tool thing was good was Beth Beth Smith. And she. She's the resident heckler. That could easily be sarcastic. I think it was snarky. Ah, come up. Not again. <laughs> uh, guys, let's talk about this uh, movie, uh, Science Seal Delivered. Time will tell. Is that uh, what it's No, called? truth be told. Truth be, be told. told. Come on, man. This is the canon. Don't mess this up. <laughs> uh, Panda, what do you think about this one? Hey, let me tell you. People are going to talk about the relationship dynamics between Oliver and Shane and, and all that what stuff. People, what are you talking about? People, Everyone's going to talk about a new about movie. It's seven years old. Yeah. Well, people are going to mention that. <laughs> let me tell you what they should to talk let me, about. Let me tell you what they should be talking about. They need to be talking about Oliver and Norman in this episode because they in my opinion, have the most interesting dynamics. Uh, he says I, it like it's the first person that's ever mentioned it. I, I am. walked as, to the Oliver Norman moon for the first time. Uh, One small step for <laughs> Noliver. Jimmy Christmas. You mark me now, but when this goes... <laughs> mark me now. You, you mark me now, but, but later on, you'll see when the truth comes out. How you mark me now? Uh... <laughs> I'm spitting gold, and <laughs> there's there's uh, dad dynamics going on here oh, that yeah. I absolutely love. Norman is looking for a dad figure. Oliver gives him the validation, and Norman then turns around and acts like a dad. Uh, and there's a lot of really. I, stuff I just here. want you to know that I we I think we all agree with you. Yes, we all agree 100 <laughs> percent with you. It's a main crux of the film. Yeah. <laughs> Was I'm just saying it, it was it was you acting like it was a bike drop moment <laughs> that big, no one's like, ever thought of man, before. Wrestled this together, nobody's gonna come <laughs> up with this. <laughs> what I think <laughs> people are gonna talk a lot about Haley Joel Osment the Sixth Sense, <laughs> but the thing they should be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I know you didn't see it, but I'm here just trying to. Yeah, no, no, no doubt, dude. You yeah, get filmed. I get stuff. it. You and get filmed. It, it was good. What do you think about this movie? Yeah, it was fine. 
just fine. Right. Right. It was okay. No, it's amazing. I love Science Hill Delivered. It, it's the highlight of my week whenever I get to watch it. It's uh, uh, of what I watch during the week. And uh, yeah, this is a this is a really good one. Ah, the the letter was was fine. Uh, the, I felt uh, the only part that I I ironically did not like very much was uh, Oliver and the dead dad bit, like where he's not really part of the family i i don't mind that as an idea but i think it's ridiculous to sit there and say oh the dad died and then obviously you think it's his dad i i just felt like that's kind of gimmicky for a show that really doesn't rely or or shouldn't rely on that they don't need to and so i didn't like that that felt more like a when calls the heart nonsense uh something they would try to throw out it, so the that way just they work. did that i didn't was like was very gimmicky like very gimmicky i don't mind him the I don't guy mind, not being his biological right. father. Don't mind that. But the way they set you up on that is really was so operatic and and not befitting of a show of this right. Quality. And, and and that to me just felt very out place overall. So I'm gonna ding a few points for that. But overall, this is uh, another great uh, episode of Science Still Delivered. I loved it. Um, so I think once you realize that it's more about. Oliver and Norman. Right, right, right. <laughs> that changed your whole perspective. That yeah, changes people are, everything. People are going to talk. Because I was coming in here ready to be like, this movie's trash, like the worst. But you kind of... <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. You can't, unsee, you can't unsee, it. unsee it. It's like a magic eye. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it once... Yeah. Aside from that, this, this one's my least favorite of the movies. Um, it just kind of was to me. There wasn't anything wrong with it. It just I felt like um, the other movies all really like had it, had it, had it, had it going somewhere, and this one didn't really feel like it went any anywhere or accomplished all that much for me. And maybe we'll get into the next one, and it's really going to move the story forward more than I realize it is. Um, but best I can figure, you know. Oliver now has a bit of an identity crisis that he'll work out a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but just kind of an okay one for me. Um, you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be in my top, uh, top ranking of science still delivered stuff. Um, but it is still science still delivered. I still did enjoy it still is, you know, uh, like Panda, one of the highlights of my week of things that I get to watch. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. I think weirdly I'm going to be the highest on this one. Okay. I, I've debated in my head whether or not this is my favorite movie or the Christmas one is my favorite. Wow. And, and the reason I'll say that is, is the Christmas one, the, the speech that Oliver gives is my favorite moment, I think in the show's yep. history. And I think there's two episodes of the TV show that also have great speeches. But what I love about this movie is that, no one is forcing Martha Williamson to do anything outside of the integrity of her characters. I love, I've talked to you about this, and you and I disagree on this, or I think we will. I love the fact that Oliver and Shane aren't together yet. I love I it. I do too. These two people, yeah, I'm fine with, with the baggage now. that they have, for them to fall, like for them to act upon falling in love any more so than they've acted so far, I don't think is, it shows any integrity. So I love that, one. Two, Norman has grown on me a ton. But three, the re, you know, I gave you a hard time. The permeation of the story of the importance of what a father means, I think is fantastic in this. And I think it's fantastic because I think you get to see it 
in the letter and in the story equally. The letter for the Christmas movie doesn't do anything for me. The letter from Paris with Love is about Oliver, so that one's kind of a weird one. Yeah, this letter, which doesn't take the main stage, does a good job of amplifying this very powerful storyline of a guy. Oliver is built on what appears to be a solid bedrock foundation. He's the guy in the show that you lean on when all else goes wrong in every other walk of life. He is standing on something firm. And even if it's firm in the fact that he believes in something bigger than himself, he is the bedrock of everyone else in the show. And to put into question that by having him question his identity and then for him to come to the conclusion that what he is is bigger because of who he is and is greater because of who he is is wonderful. And I think they do it really, really well. And, mm -hmm. and I loved, there were so many scenes in this movie that I just loved. Like nothing as big as the speech, but you know, just what it means for a father to love a son is not biological. Mm -hmm. It's what Norman does for, for, I mean, it's what Oliver does for Norman. It's what Norman does for that little girl. It's what uh, Oliver's not biological dad does for him for 30 years. The love of your child is not a conditional love. You pursue that child and you love them unconditionally. And that is not just something that is passed along genetically. And I thought the way that was done was poetic. It was beautiful. And I just adored that. And so as a movie, if I, that, I, that from a movie going experience, I think it's probably my favorite one. I liked wow. it the most of all of them. So there you have it. Big thumbs up for me. Good on Big you. Thumbs up I for agree me. with everything you said. I yeah. just didn't. Uh, that didn't bring the enjoyment factor above the other ones oh, for wow. me. Yeah, I liked it a lot. No, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think start to finish, stem to stern, as stem the kids to stern. say. Kids are always this saying is that. Uh, this is the best of them, in it's, my opinion. You know, it's going to be tough for anything to beat Christmas for me. So. Well, yeah, yeah, the and Christmas that's fair. Is such a good the Christmas, too. the highs of the Christmas one. Whoa, man, this was probably better than the the pilot for me. And then the pilot you, like, movie. you like From Paris with Love better than this. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not me. From Paris with Love's at the bottom of the list for me. I don't think it's going anywhere either. Of the movies, of the, of the yeah, 83 right. minute boys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, this let's movie does have two glaring white what's in it, like massive white what's. I'll be shocked if they get to me. Oh, but, interesting. But I don't have them. In my opinion, glaring white what's. But go ahead. Panda? Uh, all the feels. Yeah. Uh, when he's going back to grab the letters and the letters aren't there and you could tell like he's dealing with the fact that he is coming to terms with who his dad is and how his dad just truly did love him throughout all that i love that and i i just i loved getting glimpses of his interaction with his dad who his dad's clearly an articulate individual but a little bit more loose than uh you know oliver and, and man i i just love that there's a lot of scenes that give me feels in this i could go on but you know that was just a handful of them i mean i'm probably going to be the only person probably in the world to say this one but um oliver telling norman that like he will, i had that I was I was doing a joke thing about it was about, a bit, know. but it actually was my. But what, I love that you jumped in. <laughs> I had that. I just better. wanted to affirm. Oh, I it's my it's my. No one people aren't talking about it. It but, really uh, was my all the feels before you know you started talking about it. Everybody got on board. It was my all the feels. And I just want to have that on record. Um, him to having that conversation with Norman's like, hey, like 
you are good. Like you'll be a good dad. Like you have, you have what it takes kid uh, type thing. Like it was a great, great little conversation. Dan. Um, so for me, the thing that works in this movie so well is that father son moments can be very like ham fisted and schlocky. And this movie never has this big like overture. It just has like a slow build to it. And then at the very end, when he hands him the letters and he said, I went back and then he said, me too. Like it was like this thing where it's like, we're still both post postal workers. Like we still both have this, we may not be genetically related, but we're father and son. Like we are. And it felt so incredibly earned. Like it felt like a moment that you, that for 80 minutes, you, you like it, it earned it for me. It wasn't a big, like emotional over the top voicemail left as I died, you know, gimmicky no it was just an earned like i've been here man like i didn't go anywhere and you know what you're a lot like me even if you don't even if we're not related by birth you're a lot like me and this is how i know this is because i knew you'd want these and i knew they'd be important to you and i knew you'd go back and be regretful that you didn't get them and that really worked for me a lot man really did would you go back for me of course i would brain i'd walk uh, 500 miles <laughs> that's it i walk 500 more you know why? Why? To be the man yeah. that walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door. Why are you falling down? <laughs> we'll be right back here. Thank you. I guess that is a long <laughs> way. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We're talking about Sign Sealed Delivered. And uh, we're at the wait what's. And I'll start with my good friend, Panda. Panda, what are you waiting and what are you wanting? Uh, Rita has a photographic memory, right? Yes. She forgets a gift for Shane's birthday. The day of, she people sits there and she goes. with photographic memories are very forgetful people. But they, they make a, a bit out of the fact that she doesn't forget things, right? She doesn't like, forget, like, dates and, like, zip code. Those people, like, forget, like, to do things on the regular, okay. Right. Well, that was my take, anyway. I, I don't know. It just seemed a little out of character for it. Uh, the the he puts in a fair amount of sand into the envelope. <laughs> yeah, and the amount of yeah. sand that yeah. falls yeah. out yeah. is just a trace amount. Yeah. Like it's just uh, yeah. is, is he put a full hand. It a was a it was a big boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a wild thing. Um, I have ba bum bum. You make my heart sing. He said, a "Wild thing." Yeah, that's good. That was good, but make everything groovy. Um, I have so many questions about the restaurant that Shane chooses to go to for her birthday. They uh, choose it. It's the mailbox grill. Right. I have more questions yeah. about the mailbox grill. <laughs> yeah, please go uh, go because, because here's the deal. Is a I just jotted down some notes here. Is a buffet. Yeah, tonight it is anyway. Tonight is a buffet. Well, it was with the salad bar in the first one. Right. There's a bar. Yeah. Uh with Table side service. That's right. <laughs> uh, and champagne service. Yeah. I am flummoxed as to what kind of, what, what is it? And then they have. Prime rib night, and then they also serve clams. I love it. I'm here for it. It's, it's just. What's funny is, is I wrote, I'm, I feel like I'm just out on the mailbox grill. <laughs> yeah. Like the food can't be good. It just can't, can't be. be. It can't be good. It's, just, it's impossible. Any place with clams, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's a rule of thumb for me. The the last, the, my last wait, what is his dad 
So he goes to meet up with the lawyer, Oliver. Yeah. And he comes back and his dad's still at the playground looking at kids on the playground. <laughs> yeah. uh, the optics are not great. There are two grown men who spend a lot of time on a playground. <laughs> yeah. And I just think that I wrote you down should... two grown men meeting at the playground won't set off any red flags. <laughs> None. Just not, not great. That's all I got. Those are all wonderful. My biggest one is this. Um, where the heck was his dad? Why was his dad late for this meeting? He said he, he left a voicemail. He just got the voicemail 30 he, minutes earlier. That's it? Yeah, that's what he, he just got the voicemail? It was on his The only reason phone. why... Oh, okay. Yeah. My whole thing is the only reason why you were here is for this. Right. It feels like you should be more prepared for yeah. this moment. He, he, no. Yeah, that he was... He got was, caught up. Yeah. He was uh, like, there was a great... I, I was Jerry Springer on. Where was... Why did he only get the... Where was he? I won big at the horses, Ollie. If, if, <laughs> if the only way he knows how to get in contact with him yeah. is at the hotel, you stay at the hotel. You so. don't go shopping. No. You stay at the hotel. You had one job. Your job was to be there. Dan, can we talk about the demon seed high school children? They're the worst kids. I have. I, just, how are listen, the kids this evil? Listen, I have met. You've met a Brandon Kaiser. I've met in my day a lot of mean, mean high school kids. Yes. You know who I've never. Met? I mean, I, you know who I've never met. I would just want to read this. People that hang outside a kid's house that lost their mom in war to make fun of her of her. For still hoping that she's alive. Yeah. These kids, two years after her mom is lost at war and she still holds out hope by fixing that yellow ribbon, the absolute darkness in your heart you have to go, you know what we're doing after school today? Same thing we do every day. Go to that POW's daughter's house <laughs> to sit and give her the business while she fixes the welcome home ribbon. It'll be hilarious. Are you kidding me right now, Martha? Those people don't exist anywhere. That's the meanest person alive. Not a group of them, at least. I mean, there might be one who's just like, you know, the, yeah, 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 really but, out for them. But four of them that just every day, they're not there once. Every, every, day, every day, they stand across the street and they're like, let's wait for this baby to come out and miss her mom hey. who's been in war again. Hey, guys, uh, you got an idea after school. What if we go and take down her ribbon? <laughs> Again? Again. Oh, yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, who needs soldiers, am I right? We always joke everybody loves the troops. These kids don't <laughs> love the troops. They don't. It's the only explanation. The other big one is, look, Oliver's dad does a lot right in this movie. A lot right. You could say almost everything. I don't care. You got to tell this kid when he's a kid. You do. This is tough. It's tough. It's not this podcast. I'm telling you, as an adoptive parent, you cannot. And if you're listening to me and you didn't and you're an adoptive parent, do not hear me indicting you. That's not what I'm doing. I am telling you that his defense for not telling Oliver is, how could I do that to a little boy? You knew this kid till he was 17 years old. The damage that you do by not saying anything compounds so much over the years the trauma builds over the years you got to be honest with your kid got to do it that that is not a forgivable mistake oliver can't be mad about anything else he can be mad all day about that he can actually be like don't ever talk to me again about that that's big mm -hmm. to be however old oliver o'toole is and for no one to have ever been honest with him about that that's big i know that firsthand 
That's real big. There's a sign up, and this is just more would have been in what the Hallmark section, but we don't have that here because we've got the very, very important postal worker of the week. The most important uh, segment of the week. There's a sign up in the high school hallway, and it just says hot dog day. Yep. That's all it says with a giant <laughs> hot dog on it. And like it's like pretzel if, day at the office. But if there's like hot dog day in the cafeteria, that's great. I got no issues, but do we have to advertise for yeah, hot we dog do, well? Is student council advertising like just that you have hot dogs? Um, I'm also very confused at uh, the fact that they think what is clearly a lowercase M is the start of a last name. There's an uppercase A, a burn space, and a lowercase M. And they don't for a second think the name starts with an A. They're like, it must start with an M. You guys have been doing this for a long time. You know better than me, but I just would assume that the uppercase letter starts the name. Call me crazy. Crazy. And I am very fuzzy on this animal clinic thing. Is there one animal clinic in all of Denver, Colorado? They basically show up at the animal place to get the license. Is that how that works? <laughs> you do if you know where to like how it works. <laughs> and you then lastly, it's not a good sign. For Shane's birthday, that the day of her birthday, they send her the invite for the mailbox grill. Yeah. Um, so was so that because is, the birthday thing earlier in the episode got ruined? I don't. All I know is this: is it's the day of her birthday. Yeah. Let's say it's nine thirty in the morning because she's sitting on her porch and so she's late. Let's say it's nine thirty in the morning. They come in. She's, it's nine thirty in the morning, and Oliver's like, "We'd love for you to join us for your birthday tonight at the mailbox grill." That is basically saying we know you don't have any other friends and nothing else to do, so you can make it. Yeah, that's fair. That's bad. Real bad. You know what is a good sign, though? What's that? Hot dog day. Can I no. tell you? I got my first foot-long hot dog on hot dog day when I was a boy. It, like a national hot dog day? <laughs> what do you mean? What is hot dog day? It was hot dog day at the school. What school? Grade. Your house? No, I was no, no, no. I was first grade, first grade. Uh, and a lot of people are going to talk about that. I was very, I was <laughs> very, I was very disappointed. My mom, she told me she goes a foot long hot dogs longer than the normal hot dog, and she goes, yeah, it's 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 better. And I was expecting just this really long hot dog, and I just was very disappointed on how long a foot long actually is. And I just, I've Are never you still talking. I just remember how disappointed I was. That was you the were, day. That was the day I got to eat lunch with the teacher. That was too. the day the hot dog died. Uh, because I got in the yippee the board every time. The hot dog died. How long is a full long hot dog? Is it 12 inches? I don't know because it doesn't seem big. Yes. <laughs> Nicely done. I guess we got to get to the postal worker of the week. As much fun as this is, yes. got to get to it. It's, well, we got to, right? Yes. Danny Big Cotton Friends. The amount of nicknames I, in the USPS. Cheryl started sending me nicknames. Yeah. I don't know okay. why. This is postal worker 1222. So 1222. It's an old boy. Uh, Danny yeah. Big Cotton Friends. We can't call him an old boy. I, I, it's an old number. I think they reused the number. number. Yeah. They uh, reused the numbers? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Danny uh, Big Cotton Friends. Yeah. Uh, Franz? F-R-A-N-Z. I thought it was Franz. Cheryl corrected me to Franz. Like so Big like, Franz. Like Big Franz, yeah. Franz. Yeah, Danny Franz. Danny Franz. <laughs> Danny uh, Big, Big Cotton. cotton. <laughs> Big Cotton. Uh, let me go ahead and mention to you, Danny, Dan, that is, a, um, it was a good eye that you caught the number, uh, yeah. Dan, because believe it or not, it was his papa's number. Wow. It, it's like the old Tool family, except it's, uh, the, Franz it's the Franz family. family. <laughs> it's the Franz family. Franz family. Franz family. What was his dad's name? 
uh, uh, Diddy, D- Diddy France. Okay, Diddy. That wasn't his formal name. That was the name that that Danny called him, Diddy. You, no, like Diddy. his name like was Diddy, Diddy, like Diddy Combs. Yeah. All right. Like P- Puff. Yeah, just like Puff. Okay, just Diddy. Just like um, Puff. So big cotton. Well, <laughs> listen, it gets. It's a little dark. Uh, oh no. Yeah, it's a little dark. Right. He. Uh, <laughs> Don't do it. He he really enjoyed uh, taking kids' cotton candy. No. He would just go and he would just swipe it from them. And uh, so he, he would, would be on the job. The end, yeah, and at the end of the day, he would just come in with this massive mound. That's of awful. Cotton candy. That's bad. It's real bad. And they would just be like, "Oh, there's big cotton again." <laughs> His dad did. Diddy so didn't. This Diddy didn't do that though, stole, right? Diddy would never do. Diddy that. didn't do that. No, Diddy, Diddy raised him right. Diddy. Yeah, Diddy raised him right. Diddy, Diddy, Diddy didn't do that, did he? <laughs> um, so you mean to tell me this guy just stole? They literally took candy from babies, and they oh, called absolutely. him Big Cotton. Him Big can cotton. I ask you this? So, like, <laughs> can I ask you this? How often oh. were kids standing <laughs> by the mailbox cotton. with He's cotton candy? One time, right? Be honest. Well, I mean, it, it's to the, get the nickname uh, Big Cotton. Well, I mean, the 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 post office in Utica is uh, right by right by the uh, the the, the fair. circus. It's a twenty four seven fair. It's twenty four seven three sixty five fair. fair. Yeah. And Man, every day, every day he, lunch break, he would just go around and just, okay. That's I don't like Big Cotton. I don't like what he's doing. He's pretty all right though. Like I mean, he's <laughs> like he he's definitely a guy. Like you would go out for drinks afterwards, and he always had the best stories. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're there no, again, Danny. huh? We're oh, there Danny. Again. Danny, 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 Diddy's got good stories though. Diddy's right? probably got great stories. We no. got Diddy on the line. Diddy, are you there? Yep. What's up, baby? Diddy, did you teach right. Danny to take cotton candy from babies? Can I ask you this? <laughs> you can, yeah. Let me paint a picture for you. Okay. If uh, you find yourself in a long day's work, and you... I find myself <laughs> in a long day's work? Don't interrupt me. It's Diddy. I asked you a question. Yes, no, you no, I'm with Diddy on this one. You don't Let interrupt. me paint you a question. All right. <laughs> if you find yourself... In a long day's work. And at the end of it, you drive up and you see lots of children with cotton candy. You're telling me, given the opportunity, you wouldn't steal some of it. No, I wouldn't steal well, any of it. Well, that's the difference between you and the friends. So you did teach him to do that? Yes. Okay. All you had to say was yes. Yes, I did. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, Vegas. Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.